Six points of sadness. Six points of sadness. It's not what this show is called. This show is called Switching Reels. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, this is Trenton. This is Connor. Yeah. And uh, we are your hosts. Yes. And for better or for worse. Beautiful, small room. Yes. I love it. So, I didn't ask you last week uh, if you had seen this week's movie. Yeah, you did not. It's the only week's movie so far that I have seen. Yes. So, um, so this week we watched The Dark Knight. Yep. Um, Classic. And I realized that uh, we had talked about doing a format that we didn't do here. Oh, which okay, is what we're going to do. Um, when... A movie as a part of a series. Yeah, oh, we right. were gonna watch the yeah watch the first one. Yeah, so we'll have to go and like plan it out. Yeah, I think. Yeah, probably a little bit. Um, this one I don't think is as big, big a deal because there are a few things where if you I think it also matters more if one of us hasn't seen it. Yeah, up that's to true. The, like I've seen yeah. all the Batman's. So right. Yeah, and that's why it didn't even come into my no. You're not even thinking about it. Yeah. Um. But not apparently everyone has seen all the Batmans. Right, yeah. Um, uh, but in fairness, they shouldn't be watching our podcast or listening to our podcast if they haven't like seen the, the movies. People like my wife are going to be listening to this podcast. That's fair. Oh, yeah. Spoilers for The Dark Knight. Yeah. Batman The Dark Knight. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, we we have very spoiler. Very spoiler. Uh High spoiler. High spoiler. Uh, uh, concentration. Uh, concentra- uh, I feel like concentration is the best word, but I can't find another okay. word for it. All right. So uh, let's get started with our questions. Absolutely. Um, very initial reactions, score out of 10. Again, we've Absolutely. both seen this. Yeah, but... no. So then, but it has been a hot sec. There are some yeah. plot points that I had completely forgotten. Mm-hmm. Um, can't forget Heath Ledger, though. Goodness gracious. Oh, no. <laughs> um, so. Uh, very initial reactions I say so liking it is absolutely a 10 it just carries yeah. you through the entire thing and it's very nice Yeah. technical I'd say is actually closer to a 9 there's some okay. pacing things in it where I'm like you never stop like you don't breathe yeah. the entire movie Yeah. essentially I don't like, have a problem with that though yeah and most of the time I don't either but I like having some time to think for a second and okay. like let it sink in which I guess yeah. is actually uh, seems like, that's just not what this movie wanted, which is absolutely yeah. valid, too. I, yeah. Like I said, 10 out of enjoyment. Yeah. Um, so um, it does it does good by me there, for sure. Yeah. I I would say that this is, for me, it's a it's a 10 for enjoyment. Again, we're, yeah. we're doing back-to-back uh, episodes where these are in my top three. Exactly. So. Always a 10. Yeah. Yeah, we'll uh we'll start hitting. I think it actually might have been my first ten enjoyment. Yeah, I think so. so. Yeah, because I think last week Godfather and like, was still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a it was a nine or something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I also think it's a a technical ten. Despite thinking that there are some technical issues, uh-huh. um, and like little things where because I've I've probably seen this movie more than any other movie we're going to watch. So um, cool. I've I've watched this movie a lot, and part of it was, you know, it, um, it came out when I was at like the beginning of high school. Yeah, and so like I was just in the right age range where this is the, the movie. The, um, I would say, this is probably the most intense movie that I was 
allowed to watch yeah. at the beginning of high school. You say that, but you've also like made multiple different comments on how you've watched. Like, <laughs> yes, I watched those in later high school. Oh, gotcha. So okay. yeah, my um, the the restrictions on my on my watching faded pretty quick, relatively quickly. Nice. Yeah, yeah, it was over the course of basically freshman to junior year. By nice. by the end of junior year, I could watch whatever I wanted. Yeah, totally. Again, for better or worse. Um, but yeah, so like I think you know there are some things where. You know, if you think too hard about them, like, they break down a little bit. Yeah. But it's still not something where I go, at no point is it where immersion breaking. Exactly, breaking. yes. Um, but there are just some little things, like, when he's in the hospital and he's wearing the mask and uh, he takes off his mask and Harvey goes ballistic. Yes. It's what like, you... who did you think was under that mask, mask wearing the white time with makeup? The, with and, the makeup. Yeah. Uh, maybe he was delusional. Which could be just that entire section of this. It's movie. possible. They were definitely. Oh, I didn't see your face. Yeah. I didn't know you were the Joker. <laughs> it's possible. He seems very lucid if he's. Uh... He does. He seems very lucid. <laughs> I don't know, though. You got half your face burned off. <sighs> he's able to talk through that. So, like, I don't know. Yeah, I also. I like. So, as, as a kid, I loved the idea of Two-Face coming in. I loved the idea of Two-Face generally as a kid for mm -hmm. some reason. Like, um, yeah. And the way that um, Harvey Dent was portrayed in this, I don't know the actor, you might. but uh, Aaron Eckhart. Oh, you're the best. <laughs> um, the way that he portrayed yeah. Harvey Dent both before and after was just gorgeous. Oh, yeah. So last week I actually talked about the long Halloween, or last episode I talked about the long Halloween yeah and how it starts off with the the wedding scene yes. from the Godfather yes, and everything say that. yep it's a fantastic comic book so I'm going to bring it up again um, but uh, Christopher Nolan and David S Goyer uh, and I don't know if um, Jonathan Nolan was a part of writing the Dark Knight I know he was on Batman begins mm-hmm Either way, they were writers for The Dark Knight, and they have said that The Long Halloween was what they based a lot of the characters uh, for The Dark Knight on. Nice. Yeah. So, like, the Harvey Dent in the comic books, like, because he, he is just, like, normal Harvey Dent through the entire thing. Yeah. Um, very reminiscent uh or the, the Aaron Eckhart performance is very reminiscent of that. That's so cool. Um, but yeah, so just as far as technical things go, I go, yeah, it's it's a 10 with some caveats. Um, because any of those things are just things that are going to be picked up by watching over and over and over again. Yes. And then I, I don't think it's fair to make judgments. I've <laughs> yeah. uh, seen it you know, like 20 times. Because everything's going to have some flaws. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, you know, I think that this is this is about as close as you get to a perfect movie. I agree, actually. Um, one thing I was actually paying attention to this time is there are almost no throwaway lines in the entire thing. No, but actually, like, everything matters. Like, every single line, which is wild. Mm -hmm. Like, the, oh, it's just, it's so cool. Everything is either playing into uh, the plot or the themes. Yes, absolutely. Characters are, are 
kind of throwaway, but yeah. that's not the focus of the movie, and so I don't I don't have a problem with it. Exactly. Um, but yeah, as far as like every line directly impacts either the themes of the film or the plot, mm-hmm. or both, and it's just I was I was utterly impressed. Yes. Uh, it's 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 a very 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 good movie, and yeah. um, I'm looking forward to talking about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the next question, and I think this one's going to be uh, pretty pretty quick. Nice. Uh, does it deserve its place on the list? Yeah, I'd say so for sure. And obviously, like I, I can see why it's underneath Godfather and Shawshank. Yeah. Um, because from like a storytelling perspective, um, those ones are just like oh yeah gorgeous. Yeah. And this story is absolutely fantastic as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but isn't like. It wouldn't feel as good if it was just this movie by itself. It would still be fine. Like, it's actually yeah. fairly standalone. There's not yeah. very much except for, like, um, Bruce's relationship with... Not Kate. Rachel. Rachel. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, with Rachel, that's not explained very well. Or, like, why um, Mr. Fox is doing the stuff that he's doing. Yeah. Yeah, they don't explain the relationships with Rachel, Lucius. That's about it. Yeah, really close. Also, like, Commissioner Gordon. Oh, Commissioner Gordon and the, yeah. the Batman relationship is there is also yeah. not super well explored. But but even with like that particular one, I give them a little bit of a pass as well because I'm like, again, and this is assuming that they wanted to make it. A standalone. a standalone, exactly. Which um, they didn't. They yeah, <laughs> but um, they the the relationship with Commissioner Gordon and Batman is just kind of established in the comic books. Yeah, exactly. And like even someone who hasn't read the comics still kind of Knows. understands that. Exactly. Um, like if you've engaged with any sort of Batman media since the nineteen sixties, um, I yeah. I have strong feelings about the show, and they're not positive. Oh, um, the, yeah. 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 <laughs> I liked watching some of the show as a kid. You don't see Robin in any of the movie adaptations. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Like um, I... Well, you do. It's just not in any of the good ones. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, that's true. There's yeah. the Mr. Freeze one. Yep. I Batman and Robin. Oh, that was, and yeah, that was so good. And, Controversial opinion on this one. I actually do kind of have a soft place in my heart for Batman Forever. Oh, which one's that? Uh, that's the one with Jim Carrey as the Riddler and uh, Tommy Lee Jones as Two Face. And it's just, it is about as campy as you can get <laughs> with Batman, and I can, I will still enjoy. Um, like it, it doesn't take itself seriously at all. Yeah. But it's not like with Batman and Robin, I'm just cringing through the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas with Batman Forever, I'm like, this is stupid and fun, <laughs> and I still enjoy it. Wait, was Batman and Robin the one with Mr. Freeze and Poison Ivy? Mm-hmm. Oh, dang! Yeah. I love that one. That one's okay. super fun. To yeah, me. it's just it's I can't so stand funny. it. Oh, it's I, so great. I can't sit through that one. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah so you know relationships are are definitely something that this movie doesn't focus on as much 
Um, and then, again, you're right. It doesn't need to. Yeah. Like, this one is. It's it's very plot driven, but I think and it's... And also theme driven, very much yeah, so. Yeah, like, and I, I think it's one of the only films that can do that. did a really good job with it. I was really yeah. surprised. Like, they, they counted on the fact that you knew what Batman was. Right, yeah. Like, they didn't do any sort of reintroduction or anything like that. They yeah. used a lot of the screen time and the movie exploring mm-hmm. themes yeah. of, like... Heroism, of, of heroism yeah. and vigilantism and um, right and wrong and morality, like yeah. it's super cool. Yeah. Um, we'll we'll talk about that yep. in a little bit. It might actually be our next. No, we got we got one more. Uh, standout scenes. So I did not know that. Um, I could have sworn that this that the um, you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain was old, much older. Than oh no, <laughs> uh, the Dark Knight. I could have sworn it was. You know, it's it's what twenty twenty two now. Yeah. Uh, so like, it's it's been out fifteen years, fourteen years. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. So it's had some time. I was really hoping I was overestimating the guest there. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. No. Uh. Yeah. It came out in two thousand eight. Wow. So. Oh yeah, fourteen years. That's yep. insane. So a significant amount of time. Yeah. Long enough okay. That I I would say you know we can. That's insane. That's still crazy, though. Like, you don't have sayings that are that pervasive come up very often, I feel like. Like, that's that's this everywhere. Is, this is a completely different can of worms, and so I don't want to go too far <laughs> off on a tangent with it, but I would say with meme culture becoming as prevalent oh, as it is today, right. oh, and things are gonna sort feel of more the, the, the rise of it in that late aughts, early tens, yes. I think it... Yeah, there's it be being that prevalent is not. Uh, that's a very good point. Oh, 2008 yeah. was right after the housing crisis. Yeah, that's crazy as well. Yeah, I actually weirdly I remember them as connected. Um, <laughs> Batman, super the Dark weird. Knight caused the housing crisis. No, no, no. correlation. <laughs> no, I I do kind of see them like. I I remember really wanting to see it in the theater. And my family didn't go to the theater all that often, but if there was something that I was like, I really want to see this, I usually could convince my parents, like, hey, I only do this at that time, like, two times a year. Exactly. Um, Look at you now. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, now is nothing compared to what I was in early college. Yeah. Oh, well, before film school, because I could afford movies. Yeah. Yeah, when I was living at home and working. You know, you just you just go. This yeah. is before the subscription services. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I, I there were days when I would seriously buy two or three tickets. Yep. Um, and I'm I would just stay day, at the guys. theater. Yeah, the entire day. And I'd That's fantastic. walk. The best part was walking through the hallway behind the ticket taker and just going, "Here you go. Here you go. Here's, here's <laughs> the one here's to the next one. movie I'm going to watch." <laughs> so you know. <laughs> I did buy them. I did. I did watch some bad movies yeah, doing that. I but, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, as far as standout scenes, um, one thing that's hard for me about this one is kind of picking out those scenes. Absolutely. Because I've watched the movie so, so many, many times. times. At this point, yeah. Um, but there are some things where it makes you feel the feels. Not really anymore, uh, and that's that's sad to me. Yeah. Um, but there are certain things that knowing the backstory and that yeah. kind of thing definitely help mm-hmm. with some stuff. 
So, for example, the uh, the hospital scene. Yes. When Joker is walking out and the bomb doesn't go off. Yeah. And this, uh... um, so that explosion was supposed to be delayed. Uh-huh. Um, but, and, and mind you, this was all one event. So all of those explosions and everything, because they were all practical effects, they had one chance. Yep. And he improvises his reaction. Like he's just supposed <laughs> to walk out, walk on the bus, everything's supposed to explode. Yeah. Right? And that's just supposed to be a little bit delayed. There he goes. He walks out of the hospital, improvises this fiddling with the detonator <laughs> scene. Which and, makes it. Right, yeah. It makes it so well. Right. Oh my gosh. Knowing that he only has one take, mm -hmm. because they can't put the hospital back, back up. together. <laughs> what are you going to do? old candy factory that was scheduled for demolition. You guys will buy it from you. <laughs> <laughs> well, basically, they just had to buy the ability to decorate it yeah, before, before it exploded. It exploded. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so... Like, he improvised that scene, and that's just, that's wild to me. And every time I watch it, I have a little bit of a greater appreciation just for the man's acting chops. Yeah, absolutely. And the boldness. Yeah, like, absolutely. That is, to not tell anybody that this that is what you're going to do. do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, Keith Ledger's performance is fantastic, I think. Aaron Eckhart's gets overlooked a lot Absolutely. in this, um, as well as Gary Oldman's. But I think he's going to be overlooked in any movie that he's in. Because he's just there. He is a character. Well, he's... Like, there's... For, for me, I think any any praise that he gets isn't enough. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, it's still overlooked. Yeah. Um, 16 Emmys, one movie. Still <laughs> overlooked. Uh, yeah. Em Emmys are TV. You were close. Oscars? Oscars. Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> um, he may have won one for Finest Hour, which was not a great movie, but an excellent performance. That's what you were saying. Um, oh, did I tell you about mm -hmm. that? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Winston Churchill. Uh, it yeah. would have believed us, except for the fact that he's not cursing enough. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like all of the, all of the, I think the side characters have really great performances. Um, and I have no bad things to say about him, but I think that uh, the exception here with like these side characters is um, Morgan Freeman's character yeah. as Lucius Fox. Because Lucius, as much as I like him, yeah. he's kind of a one-note character. He is. He does one um, thing. Or does one thing. Yeah. One asterisk thing. He's yeah. also the CEO, essentially. So. Yeah. So, like, I don't... Like, I, I don't think that he brought a bad performance, but I just don't think it was standout because... Yeah. The, the role didn't call for a standout performance. Absolutely. I do feel that the Lucian character made it very cool to me mm -hmm. because it was a a Batman iteration where Batman wasn't a jack of every single trade. Yeah. He was a dra jack of I can hit things really well, generally strategize and detective pretty well. Yeah. But tech, I'm going to give to someone else, which right, I thought yeah. was really, really yeah. cool. But that's just, that's just props to the whole series. Absolutely. Like, no, you know, it I, is so I think, well. I think they, and I would say his, 
uh, Lucius Fox is a better character in the first movie. Absolutely. Um, Lucius Fox is great in the first movie. Yeah. And so I think, you know, just we need to we need to go watch Batman Begins. It's not going to show up for a while. It's yeah. on the list, but oh, so okay. First of all, other standout yeah. scenes. I really love the switcheroo um, the Joker pulls between Dent and Rachel. Yeah. Uh, it's one of my favorite things. When I remembered it was coming up, I was like, oh, wow, this is yeah. heartbreaking. I saw I saw your physical reaction <laughs> when uh, we were watching. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, like, the... I, I always did wonder if, like, because I feel like in that, in the couple areas, Joker's relatively predictable in mm-hmm. his, as a character, not as the yeah. actor, um, in what he's going to be doing. Um, I, I, yeah. I've always wondered if the boat would have actually blown up the other vessel or if the mm-hmm. trigger would have actually blown up the other boat mm-hmm. um, or if it would have blown up your own boat. Oh, yeah. I've always wondered that because it doesn't he doesn't say it ever. So um, if we're moving on from standout scenes, oh, yes, I've got okay. I've got some, some things. Uh, so one thing that I really love that they did with the character of the Joker mm-hmm. is um, he falls in line with a lot of what sort of started with the killing joke by Alan Moore. Um, the comic book uh, theory that the Joker is a liar. Oh. Um, like just, just generally. Just what they are. Like, yeah. Um, nice. So when you have... Uh, when you have him telling the stories. Yeah, because there's two. Right, yeah. Um, and that sort of thing. He... The Killing Joke brought it up specifically about that, his origin story. Mm-hmm. Um, Is that a comic? Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, so he he says, um, and the, the famous line is, if I have to have an origin story, I would like it to be multiple choice. <laughs> um, and so... The idea that the Joker just kind of is whatever he chooses to be in the moment, mm-hmm. um, I think fed into sort of some of what they did with the character. I think he's dedicated to chaos. Yes, absolutely. And so, well, I, I, I think that it fits with his philosophy and what I actually think is the one thing that they stayed true to through the whole movie um, for what the Joker was going for. Mm -hmm. I think the one thing that's consistent with him is his philosophy of sort of a nihilistic view of humanity and chaos. Yes. Um, And so I definitely believe that the, the triggers would have blown up the other boats. Nice. Despite the fact that he's a liar and unpredictable. I do think that he told them the truth about that because he was. He honestly thought that they would. Yeah, thought they would. Yeah. Um, now I don't believe that he would actually let the the other boat go. Yeah, and I think that, they, they would have blown that one up, and he would have been like, "Okay, yeah, cool. <laughs> I proved my point. Now you're dead." Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, oh, maybe... blow, blow both boats. Another option. Yeah, all the triggers do the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah <laughs> <It also laughs> um i i feel like that 
theory also works really well because he doesn't have a background that they can find. Like they they spend a good 10, 15 seconds saying, hey, nope, we can't find him anywhere. Yeah. This guy is completely anonymous. Yeah. Um, and so he can do whatever he wants with his own story. Right. Yeah. And and that's that was an intentional choice. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I there's there's no question about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I, I like a lot of the things that they did with the Joker in this. Um, I think he's he is a flawless villain thematically. Mm-hmm. Completely um, agree. And one of the things that I find really interesting is there's all these theories about like his plan and all that kind of stuff. You know, even after he's talking about like, hey. I don't have a plan. I just do things. And it's like, okay, you definitely, some of the stuff definitely requires some planning. There's a counter here somewhere. (laughs) But I don't think that he plans out everything. Yeah, I agree. And that's, that's one thing because everybody has kind of that, that has taken that, uh, the opposite position from what I've seen has kind of said, like he just had everything planned from start to finish. Mm -hmm. He knew what was going to happen to Harvey Dent and all that kind of stuff. It's like, yeah, yeah, but can you really predict like that he's gonna have half of his face burned, burned off, off, and that's going to like really have... help to to send him into right? Uh, yeah, like that was. I I think that there. And and I don't want to read too much into it. Like I don't want to read into something that just wasn't thought through. Totally. Um, which is completely possible, even with a movie that I would consider a masterpiece. Yes. Um. But he didn't know about that, or he didn't know that was going to happen. I think he used it to his advantage. Absolutely. And once he knew. Very much. He he was very, very, very good at playing off of whatever came at him. Right, yeah. I think he was, (laughs) honestly, and I I think that fits with his his, uh, philosophy of, of chaos, because... Yeah, I can work I'll with anything. It. Yeah, I'll work it. And even if you look at that scene, total side tangent and probably has no real uh, um, bearing. bearing on yeah, bearing on the Let's go. actual film. I noticed this time that he tells two separate origin stories mm-hmm. and he has two scenes where he talks about what he believes, what his philosophy are, or philosophy uh, is. One with Batman, one with Harvey. Yep, nice. he does the one in the interrogation room and the one in the hospital. Yeah, you're right. And he doesn't even really have one in that end scene. That's no, you're not. Right. Yeah, it's not a. He's not explaining his philosophy. It's Batman telling him that he's wrong. Exactly. Um. Yeah. So it's funny because Batman actually has very few lines in that. Yes. Section. But they're. They're all just like, this is why your philosophy's wrong. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, but actually, is it? Don't really be thinking about it for a sec. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I think that, you know, you look at everything in that and it just, it fits. Mm-hmm. Um, again, as much as I love Christopher Nolan and think that he is the greatest director of our age, mm-hmm. um, can't say that I know he thought out every single 
piece of this so that it feeds back into the themes every single time. Yes, exactly. Um, Which I feel like is a theme. So like yeah. if either way, you could you could call it and right, yeah. point out something. So no, that's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, was there anything else you wanted to say for? I think we're still on standout themes. Is it still standout themes? Or stand still oh no, so we much. just went to themes. Okay, yeah, this is yeah. still themes. Yeah, so like the obviously the standout ones is like what heroism is mm -hmm. and um like the question that i would ask myself very often is like obviously harvey dent is put up as the as the hero mm -hmm. as um like the following the law hero and then that yeah. that is better yeah and batman is shown to be the the outlaw Mm -hmm. who is in violation of the law, um, but doing his best <laughs> to yeah. follow his code and <laughs> do do what he can um, with his billions of dollars um, and martial arts training. Yeah. Um, but anyway, one of them, the juxtaposition there at the end of... Um, heroism or the concept of heroism, but at the price of, like, a loss of integrity? Yeah. Is so interesting to me. So, there are a few things here. Um, and I want to address what you just said. I also just wanted to make a small note. Um, I noticed this time that Batman is repeatedly said to not be a hero yes like and it's not just like once or twice no it's, it is it's a i, it I think hammers. it happens at least four times yeah um at least four not more like <laughs> yeah and so i'm i'm not entirely sure what to make of that that being said in relation to what you were talking about um christopher nolan actually has a uh series of movies that all kind of come back to the same conclusion as this one um which is i i think he's fascinated by the idea of the noble lie yeah yes um and i mean this one ends with it other movies that we haven't watched yet end with it nice cool. um awesome and yeah so like it's just it's very interesting to kind of see and I don't, I don't know if he necessarily believes that the noble lie is right yeah. or wrong, but it wouldn't surprise me if it is sort of a pragmatic thing where he goes, the noble lie isn't necessarily right, but it's better than the alternative yeah. of, in this case, letting all of the work that they had done go to waste yeah and the it's the it, it feels very egalitarian uh, not egalitarian with the one that is um focusing on the benefit of larger society uh the, the oh the, uh uh i think it's an e hopefully we can think about it while we're talking utopian but it's not utopian yeah um utilitarian utilitarian yeah. there it is beautiful it's very utilitarian. Yeah. In in at least this case is what they make the argument for. 
Like, you can't know yeah. either direction because they're talking about the moral structure of a city. And, of yeah. course, like, you've seen the moral structure of the city generally mm-hmm. does lean more toward... Um, Corruption. Decrepituity. <laughs> um, and so, like, it, it, I feel like yeah. it's a safe assumption to make, but you still can't know for certain, which right, is yeah. one of the things that, like, gets me and you just keep thinking about it. Like, yeah. if... If the lie hasn't been told and you like write it off as uh, Harvey Dent in the last 24 hours of his life went through insane traumatic events <laughs> that made him a little bit crazy. Yeah. Like, which is the story of every single, not maybe every single, but very many other criminals that probably Dent put away. Yeah. Like, it's it's an interesting story. I mean, yes. You can't explain it in the last 10 minutes of a movie that's oh, yeah. already gone wrong for two and a half hours. Yeah. I mean, I'm all for three and a half hour run times. <laughs> I have no problem with them. Um, <laughs> but I do recognize that there are certain industry standards that you mm-hmm. gotta <laughs> adhere to. And that's, again, a whole nother can of worms that I don't think they necessarily yeah. wanted to open. No, exactly. Like, this, um, was, this was a very... Yeah. It was a good way to end it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it just makes such a such strong statement Yeah. of like of choosing something that you believe to be utilitarian yeah. and, like, for the good of society and making that decision for society, which, yeah. like, is all maybe also a strange juxtaposition because they that was the ex- nearly the same decision that the boats had that the fairies had yes is yeah. a like uh sacrifice some for the good of others right yeah. um and uh the ones on that ship made a different choice like right, they yeah. they chose to try their luck mm-hmm. if they all had to die i guess that had to happen right like, yeah uh, which maybe in in and of itself was the was also utilitarian for the, for the culture, but like it's yeah. so strange. Like they they put them so close back to back that yeah makes you wonder. So actually, for a long time, I didn't like. It's not that I disliked it. I guess it was not my favorite thing that so much time was um, was used for. Two Faces story. Mm-hmm. Really, this I like time I, I, well, it's, I still felt like the same amount of time approximately was mm-hmm. was dedicated to it. Um, I appreciated it a lot more this time. Mm-hmm. Where I watched through it and I went, you know, so many of these themes kind of balance on him being in here. Yes. Um. It doesn't actually take away from the Joker story, and it doesn't even... What I always thought it was, was it was just... It was the culmination of the Joker's plan, and Mm -hmm. so it was important for that. Yeah. But recognizing how many of the themes surrounding heroism and surrounding uh, the... Again, sort of the idea of the noble lie, Mm -hmm. and surrounding... um, I mean, choice is a huge one. Morality yeah, and choice. Very is, much morality and choice. Like, um, oof. And like... It's a lot of what stories come down to also. Yeah. Like, that's that's the pinnacle of Shawshank. And yeah. And... I would, I would say a lot of the very top movies are because 
it's a, I think I think it's, it's a fundamental it, thing. Yeah. No one can disagree with that. Yeah. If you like really think about it, if you are yeah. truly introspective, in my opinion, you can't disagree with the fact that everything bad or good that happens mm-hmm. uh, around you was the choice of something else, like of someone else, generally. Maybe not Earth. Or you. Or you. Exactly. Yeah. Like you are making your choices at every moment of every second. Yeah. There are there are very few things that are not dictated by choice. Yeah. Again, earthquakes, Phys- volcanoes. Physics. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Natural laws aside. Yeah. <laughs> until we can change those two. But yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, I, I think like a lot of those themes wouldn't have hit home if not for the inclusion of Two-Face mm-hmm. and specifically his sort of descent. Um, and actually, sorry, completely. This is great. Yeah. I've, I'm feeling a little scattered though. Um, the noble lie being paralleled by Alfred. Uh, also noble lying at yes. the same time. Like uh, um, gorgeous. Like, and that was, that was a lie through omission, but it's still a lie. Yes. Um, of burning that letter mm-hmm. um, for the emotional stability of Batman, who now has to go through a frig ton more. Yeah. Because everyone's following him. Right, yeah. Um, but yeah, do we do we have more to drill in on the themes here? Or? Almost guaranteed, but let's go to the next one. Yeah, uh, okay. We've, we're, we're doing... Oh, yeah, this is easily going to be the longest episode. Okay. <laughs> Well, it's it a good. It should be. It's Batman's a, beautiful. Yes. Um, well, the next few questions are are a little bit quicker. Uh, who are we recommending this to? Everyone. Uh, everyone who's seen Batman Begins. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of covered this earlier. Like it's not required. It is. It's a very good idea to watch Batman Begins before yeah. you watch this one. I would um, agree. Yeah, um, but if you don't, you're not going to lose too much. Just have a couple yeah. questions. They're going to have to Google at the end. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I will say this one is. It's even when there isn't a lot being shown, it is very brutal feeling. It's very brutal feeling. It's very yeah. intense. And again, like it doesn't let you breathe the entire time. So if yeah. if something, if the if consistent suspense and action and um, anxiety are not your friends. Yeah. Then maybe take this one a little slow. The Go other, for four bathroom breaks the other during thing, the entire thing. <laughs> I don't know anyone who did that. Um, <laughs> the uh, the thing I did notice about this particular question is we have been recommending it as if we didn't just have a spoiler-filled conversation about it. So the recommendations probably should be something that we we include, we continue to include. Um that being said, understanding that the people watching this video probably have, or, or listening to the podcast, probably, probably have already it. seen it. Yeah, exactly. So It's a very good point. But if they yeah. haven't, and you're looking like, oh, look, it's the IMDb Top 250 as yeah. number one. I've heard it's a good movie. What do you guys think? Well, this and is number three. I know, but <laughs> All right, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so... Recommending it to just about everyone. Yes. I don't. I don't know a whole lot of people who are remotely interested in movies who haven't seen it. Um, 
I'm trying to glare at my wife, but uh, I can't because we're in a small <laughs> she's room. She's seen it now. Now she's seen it, which is very nice. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, ugh. And touching on the, the Heath Ledger, everyone that's watched it yeah. generally knows about Heath Ledger sadly taking his life shortly after. Yeah. Um, which, that's a that's a whole other conversation. I <laughs> I do not connect this movie no, to that, that. Yeah. as a lot of people do. Really? Yeah. Um. He was already on medications and shouldn't have been mixing them. Yeah. Um, and it was an accident. Yeah, like exactly. It, it 100% was. It, it was not a... It wasn't a, oh, I'm gone now. Bye. Yeah. It was... Yeah. Very yeah. sad. Ugh, Just taking, such a taking medications that weren't supposed to mix. Yeah. Don't do that, kids. Yeah. <laughs> Take your drugs as you should. Yep. Um, any final technical things that... That stood out uh, beyond the incredible practical effects. The entire thing. Like, that was, yeah, practical effects everywhere in that were fantastic. Yeah. Like, I did notice that there weren't a ton of shots that I really loved. Like, I didn't, there weren't any that I was like, like, oh, that's a nice shot. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Um, Um, There's the opening, which is just for me, I don't know if it's just for me. Or if the shot is actually that good, but it feels iconic to yeah, me. It's a very, very good shot. Absolutely. Um, and you get some pretty good city lines. Yeah. yeah. There's um, a lot of establishing shots in this as well, yeah. I noticed. Yes. Yeah. The, the one in Hong Kong, I was like, oh, well. Yeah. <sighs> There's two of them in Hong Kong. Yeah, you're right. That's a good point. <laughs> There's one at night also. Yeah. I like the one in the day. That one's really yeah. good. Day one's better because you got the blue ocean in the background also alfred being like hey i know the perfect <laughs> alibi for leaving and then also complaining as soon yes. as uh, bruce has to leave is just fantastic <laughs> that was very funny if you can tell me the russian for apply your own bloody sun tan lotion <laughs> <laughs> all so right good. and then that. uh final question oh wait yeah final question have you seen next week's film before? Uh, We're watching Godfather Part 2. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah? No, I've not seen okay. that. Okay, <laughs> I figured. Godfather 1, so... So, um, yeah. Um, I'm excited. Uh, on this one, I'm not going to give you a, a heads up about tone, perfect. but I will give you a heads up that it is very different from the first one. Interesting. Is okay. it the same character? Uh, nice. Hard to explain. Okay, cool. Um... <laughs> People who have who have seen this already know that I'm you know, why why I'm saying it that way. Yeah, but um, absolutely, it is. It's just a very different movie. Have you seen um, Mickey Blue Eyes? Sorry, have you seen Mickey Blue Eyes? No, I haven't. It's an awful but very fun uh, mobster parody. Okay, uh, that has Hugh Grant in it, um, and I love Hugh Grant a lot. Okay, but it was a Sunday movie. Very good. Um, yeah, but. It ripped off so much, and I loved it. <laughs> so good. Did you yeah. watch it recently? Yeah. Oh, okay. Last Sunday, two Sundays ago. Oh, okay, gotcha. Something like that. Yeah. I um, would recommend. I think you'd love it. Okay. I don't know. There are certain movies that just <laughs> hit me a little different. <laughs> and I will enjoy them regardless of how good they are. They're rare, but they exist. Yeah. Um, That's fantastic. Yeah. I do have one question for you, though. How do we end this? 